On today's podcast, episode 742, we demystify stupidity. No, not stupidity, simplicity. I misspoke there. I oversimplify. Uh, we also uh, we also discuss Radiohead in several different contexts. So if you're not familiar with the band Radiohead, uh, don't worry. Uh, don't worry. It'll all be explained as we go along. You don't have to have any prior knowledge of Radiohead. Uh, don't worry. This isn't a master's degree course. It's just a bog standard, oh, a bog standard entry level podcast. I don't know, worry. You don't have to have any previous knowledge of uh, that sort of thing before you enter. You do just have to have a basic common knowledge of the world around you. You need to know what a window is. Uh, you need to know what music is. Uh, you probably need to know what a cat is. That sort of thing. Well, that's, you can take that as read to anyone who can tune into this podcast uh, has has that basic knowledge. So just assume that you're, you're ready to go you've got everything you've got everything uh, and if you, if you haven't then it just won't make any sense you'll know a few minutes in when nothing's making sense you'll know you're not you're not quite up to this yet don't worry I don't feel bad don't feel bad uh, just uh, oh just you know stuff uh, anyway episode 742 hello walk into a bar. One of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Murphys, please? And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, sir, a pint of my... Wait a minute, did you say Murphys? And the cat says, I think so, I'm not sure. I wasn't recording this, so I can't just rewind and listen to it, but it sounds like something I'd say, doesn't it? Murphys. I I can just feel it rolling off my tongue now. Definitely feels like I've said it before at least twice, uh, which would make sense because I've said it once to you when I was ordering and I've said it twice in this uh, explanation so that's three times now so it feels like now I've said Murphy's three times although does that include this time just now when I said it because then it should feel like I've said it four times and frankly it doesn't or does it hard to tell it's hard to tell is there much of a difference between feeling that like you've said something three times and feeling like you've said it four times it seems like a very minute and uh, marginal difference uh, although I'm just guessing now uh, but no point of Murphy's please thank you very much and the man behind the bar says certainly sir but would you not prefer Guinness and the cat says damn right I would not prefer Guinness but thanks for asking and the man behind the bar says you're welcome and the cat says oh I'm welcome am I so does that mean I'm going to, I'm going to get it for free and the man behind the bar says, uh, will you chillax there, uh, young fella, young cat, if that's your real species? And the cat says, what's that supposed to mean? And the barman says, I'm assuming that you're a cat. I haven't verified it by doing a genetic test on you or anything, so I'm just assuming that you're a cat. And the cat says, well, that's a reasonable assumption, surely, seeing as how I look like a cat. If it looks like a cat, uh, talks like a cat, uh, orders Murphy's like a cat uh, then there's a damn good chance that it's a cat and the man behind the bar says well I'm not into taking chances this isn't a gambling casino it's a bar you don't take chances with alcohol and uh, 
Uh, the cat says, I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. I wouldn't know much about gambling myself being a cat. Uh, so you can take it from that that I'm not gambling here. And the man behind the bar says, I will not take it at all. I won't take it as anything. I won't take chances. I will not take... This isn't a game of Monopoly, you know. You don't just take a chance. If it was, I'd take a community chest card and instead. Now, will that mean anything to foreigners? Do foreign versions of Monopoly have uh, chance cards and community chest cards? Or are they called something else? I don't know. They don't have any cards at all now because everyone's playing computerised versions. They've got a computerised uh, telephone app for Monopoly. Uh, they still have the fellow in the the fella in the top hat and the moustache on it. But apart from that, it's a whole different ball game. An entirely different kettle of fish uh, from the Monopoly board game, the hard, uh, the hard, solid, physical board game that we used to play, play in the past. You used to have to get it out on the floor and get down on your hands and knees and lying your belly and move your hands around and move things. You'd move the cat and you'd move the car thing. Uh, the car didn't have proper moving wheels, so the car had to be jumped. It had to be jumped from one square to another. You get out your dice and you throw the dice. You'd rattle them first. You get, you know, you get them in your. Have I something I can rattle here to demonstrate? Uh, there's some chalk here. That my two, uh, two little bits of chalk. Uh, you probably can't hear that on the microphone. And the cat says, what microphone? And the barman says, uh, I don't know. You tell me you were you were speaking. And the cat says, no, was it not you who were speaking? And the narrator says, I'm not sure. I think this might be my fault. I completely lost track of who was speaking. Uh, who was saying the stuff about the Monopoly board game there? And the barman and the cat says, who the fucking hell is that? And the uh, barman says, maybe it's like that, that thing in Mork and Mindy where Mork used to go into that white uh, space to talk to his boss on the on the foreign alien planet. And maybe we're talking to our boss here. And the cat says, I'm a cat. I don't have a boss. Would you fuck off out of that? And the barman says, oh, because it would have explained about cats at all. Uh, never mind. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Now, uh... I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking a cat story, that's original. And a bar story, that's original. And the story where the cat asks for Murphy's, well, that's certainly original. Or it's being sarcastic about the cat being original and the bar being original. Uh, but no ordering Murphy's is original because it's usually Guinness, isn't it? Isn't that right? Isn't it usually Guinness? That's what you're thinking. Uh, you're thinking it to yourself, so I, I won't reply. There's no need for me to reply to stuff that you're asking yourself because those are clearly uh, what you call it, rhetorical questions. Uh, questions based on rhetoric and not intended to uh, draw in an answer. Although maybe you want me to answer it in my head. Uh, well, in which case you have to speak it then. You have to speak it out loud because I can't read your thoughts. I can't read your thoughts. Uh, even if I could read your thoughts right now, uh, I'd only be reading whatever thoughts you're having uh, at this time when I'm recording this, not at the time when you're listening to it so uh, wouldn't be of any relevance unless by co sheer coincidence you happen to be thinking about a previous episode in which by sheer coincidence I did another story about two cats walking into a bar uh, but I think you'll find if that's the case that it's 99% certain that it was Guinness in the story that you're thinking of uh, so it doesn't really match up you have to get an exact 
apt example. Not a oh, not an off kilter one. That's and oh no, I have to be a bit a bit precise here. He didn't spend sixteen years in school learning mathematics uh, just to come off and be completely inaccurate about a cat story. Jesus Christ! Get the simple things right first. Have a, a, a bit of uh, oh, take I take a bit of pride in being right about things and her being exact and precise. Preciseness and exact. That's what it's all about, your man. Uh, your man goes on the ma- uh, what's it called? Uh, Master Chef pro- 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 the professionals. They have what's his name? Uh, something Rue Junior or one of them fellas. One of them fellas with the French names who's a chef but he's got an English accent and he's always coming on telling chefs in your presentation you have to be precise. Uh, precise and damn right about it because you're not precise and you say, oh, I'm going to make you a chicken sandwich and you serve it up in your one star, your five star restaurant in Paris or something and you say here's your chicken sandwich you know what they're going to say to that if you've been imprecise they'll say that's not a chicken sandwich uh that's a that's a turkey sandwich it's a completely different thing completely different kettle of fish uh, an entirely different ball game you can't be passing off turkey as chicken uh in the professional we're in the world of professional cooking uh, maybe in the amateur competition the main master chef competition which is amateur chefs they could get away with that uh, but no if you're in a restaurant like you say we're selling chicken here you can't just give them turkey even though turkey is more valuable usually turkey is more expensive than chicken uh, so you'd be giving them a free upgrade uh, if you did if they did that on an airline you'd be you'd be very happy although if you went and took a free upgrade in the airline and then they said you got your free upgrade seats and then they said uh, would you like uh, chicken or beef sir or if they said if they said, oh I got that wrong. You said if you said if they said do you want turkey or beef, sir, and you ordered a turkey and they came along with chicken, uh well then you'd be disappointed. But if you asked for uh, chicken and they came along with turkey you'd be disappointed too uh, but you wouldn't feel if you have any humility you wouldn't complain because you know you've got a free upgrade you've got a oh you've got a get out of jail free card for that particular flight uh, that flight where you thought you were going to spend hours and hours crammed into a bucket in the main part of the plane with the commoners you got a free upgrade to first class so you've no business complaining about the oh complaining about the inexactness of the advertised uh, Turk uh, oh the advertised what you call it the poultry menu it's a poultry error anyway oh there's a little pun for you it's a poultry error it's not important uh do they say that another place i don't know i don't people say this that's a poultry error it's very small or else to say uh chicken feed that's chicken feed babe that's a tidy little amount of money that's what they'll say uh that was probably not all that relevant now it would be different now if you said uh can i have a oh can i have a bucket of not peanuts please i'm allergic to peanuts and then they said certainly sir here's your bucket of not peanuts and it turned out to be peanuts and he died. Now that would be different from getting turkey instead of chicken. Uh, Unless he happened to be allergic to either chicken or turkey, in which case I'd avoid uh, ordering poultry at all in an aeroplane, because those aren't aren't food experts. They're people, they're aviation experts who happen to serve food that was cooked. Oh, it was cooked somewhere. They stopped off somewhere and picked up the food from an airport. It's cooked in a warehouse somewhere at the 
the airport and they put into tubs and they'll say put a sticker on it saying oh they put a little post-it on each dinner saying uh, air hostess or air host man uh, please reheat this in your contraption at the top of the oil for uh, 3 minutes and 42 seconds and then just slap it onto a plate and give them something to drink and put a movie on and say shut up now and go asleep that's what they do on planes to, uh, they give you their food and then they dim the lights they say shut up now and go to sleep uh, go to sleep and we'll wake you up when we're good and ready uh, when we're ready to hand out the customs and excise forms that you foreigners have to fill out I can tell you uh, first class or no for first class that'll sort you out when they come around towards the end of the trip when they're going abroad they come along and say now half of you are foreigners to this land that we're going to and you half have to fill out these big long forms saying who you are and what you're bringing with you and what you have in your pockets and who you're visiting and who you're staying with and now the other half of you uh, you're first class citizens even though you may not well you may be in the main cabin but you're first class citizens of this uh, country of destination you don't have to fill in these forms at all you just have to flick your passport at the fella in the airport and say ha hello uh, here's here's where you welcome me home and tell you if you're up in first class and you're a foreigner filling out your form you're gonna feel pretty stupid then because you're a second class citizen you're not even a citizen at all you're a you're a tourist a goddamn tourist a goddamn uh, hold on a minute goddamn tourists is that what i was saying i think so drop my earphones on the floor not using them at the moment i just don't want to roll my swivel chair over them and smash them to bits and have to give them to the cats as a toy prematurely before they're even broken uh, well before they re reach a more natural breakage uh, which won't be too long i suppose i get through a lot of these uh, well no never mind anyway hello and uh, did i say hello and welcome to the show already I probably did so I'll edit out this bit where I've said hello and welcome to the show unnecessarily wasn't necessary in the first place but it's just being friendly there's nothing wrong with saying hello too often uh, this is a this is a friendly country we say hello we say a hundred thousand welcomes Kate Mila Fulcher and then we offer you a pint of oh we offer you a pint of uh, supermarket own brand stimulation drink in a plastic cup uh, here you go do you want some with this well you can't have it I can't fucking transmit it to you this isn't star trek where you can just beam stuff to people and even if it was it wouldn't beam you up a drink you just get it out of your own replicators and send you the oh it'd send you the software for it or something i don't know help you you're being silly though you're being silly and I shouldn't be drinking this because it's quarter past three in the afternoon stop drinking that me anyway on with the show into your head. Do you like this program? Well, it's about time you proved it. Search for Into Your Head in iTunes, leave a five-star rating, and write a nice review under it. Do it today. It's been six years, you know. I'll be checking. I eat podcast listeners for breakfast, you know. Mmm, breakfast. Anyway, review the podcast in iTunes. It's important. Hash browns and toast, please. Remember... We value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at intoyourhead.com. I've always been a great believer in the dictum. Ask not what your country can do for you. 
ask instead uh, what your country can do for everyone because your country should be serving everyone not just you there's more to life than you you know you aren't the be all and end all of everything you're the I know you think you're your universe well you aren't the way you're your universe uh, but it's not much of a universe if you don't mind me saying so when there's a whole different universe out there that's much bigger uh, maybe if you weren't aware of the outside universe your universe would seem huge but no, when you put it into proper context and scale, your own universe uh, is just ties out. It's just tiny little scrap. It's the same size as you. Why would you want a universe that's no bigger than you, uh, other than for uh, unnecessary simplicity? Such a thing as unnecessary simplicity, you know. You can have too much simplicity. You can have simplicity for, uh, filling up from one ear to the other, up to the top of your skull and down to your feet. Uh, simplicity. Oh, Simplicity is basically what simplicity. There's a question for you. Well, it's hard to explain. It's rather, it's rather involved. Uh, but suffice to say, if something is, oh, if something isn't too much, uh, then it's uh, not too much. In which case, it's got simplicity. But you can have too much simplicity, uh, which ironically means having not much of anything, very much at all, between your ears, uh, between your ears. Uh, which is always a good thing if you're in one of those cop shows where a fella holds a gun up to one side of your head and shoots because uh, he's not going to hit anything it's just going to come out the other side but even then that's probably going to damage your ears and at least cause some cosmetic damage and if you're worried about cosmetic appearance then that's going to be a problem for you uh, you're going to have to go and go to one of those cosmetic doctor fellas and they'll say oh uh, I see you've got no ears would you like me to do something about that and you'll say no no I just came in here to use the toilet and they'll say oh I'm sorry the toilets are for customers use only although I suppose if, if you let me cut your toenails or something then you can count as a customer but I'm above that quite frankly I'm a I'm a cosmetic surgeon I can't be stooping down to doing things like that uh, there was a time back before I finished my nighttime degree when I used to do the fingernail clipping thing but now no I just do oh I just do the cosmetic surgery I'm all about cos cosmetizing people. Uh, it's a very cosmopolitan thing. People come in here and they say, hello, uh, I don't like my face. Can you do something with it? And I'll say, no, can't do anything with that face. You have to start again from scratch. Uh, come back when you've been reincarnated. And uh, they'll say, what? And then I'll say, oh, oh, oh I'm just joking. It's just, a, it's just a vague insult to break the ice. And that's how you, that's how you build up a client-doctor relationship. You have a bit of a sense of humour and you shove your humour down their throats until they swallow it. They basically you hold their mouth open and you say, uh, let me see it go down. Let me see it go down. And then lift up your tongue. I want to see that it's not still under your tongue. I want the humour to go all the way down. And they'll say, what in the name of Christ is this? And you'll say, uh, this is what you get. Uh, what's that radio head song? I'm going to see if I can remember it. This is what you get from the OK Computer album. This is what you get. This is what you get. This is what you get when you mess with us. That's from Karma Police. Uh, one of my favourite songs. Karma Police, arrest this man. His Hitler hairdo is making me feel ill. And we have crashed his party. 
this is what you get when you mess with us. Uh, this is what you get when you... At this point, the patient is freaking out a bit. Well, he's not a patient yet. He hasn't signed up for anything. Uh, he's a, he's more of a he's more of a kidnapping victim, if anything. Although he's not being kidnapped. He's free to go. It's just that he's had something shoved down his his mouth uh, un, unwillingly. But it's okay. It's just metaphorical stuff. It's humour. He's not shoving pills or anything down. Just humour. Uh, but no, uh, now that I think about it, you mightn't want to go to a surgeon like that. You might want to be a bit more discerning. Uh, well, by all means, be discerning. But do your discerning before you get there. Discern somewhere to go and then go there. Uh, then just, just turn up at the first place and say, oh, here's the first place I saw. I want to examine it. I'll try it out first. I'll do a trial surgery here and see if I like it. Uh, no, no, doesn't work like that. It's not like going up to the little stand in the super mark and saying oh they look like nice sausages can I have a sample of one on a cocktail stick uh, no you can do that in the supermarket but not in the freaking surgery a surgery is a serious place where they slice you open and they poke around in you and they do stuff that can't be undone easily uh, at least in the supermarket if you eat the sausage you can uneat it uh, well if it's one of the bigger branches of Tesco they have a toilet you can go in there although the one in Port Leash seems to be always out of order but I believe there's one somewhere else in that mall I've just never been able to find it uh, so it's more of a belief than a knowledge but it's a belief based on having uh, been there at the same time as someone else who found the toilets well she claimed she did anyway I didn't accompany her today I, I was in busy doing other stuff uh, but no uh, anyway yeah. on with the show uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, I wonder what time it is. Well, so am I. I'm wondering it too, because the microphone thing is right in front of the corner of my screen in which the clock appears. Hold on a minute, I'll just move my head. Uh, oh, there we go. It's 15.36 of an afternoon. Uh, 50, if you use the 24-hour clock. 15, if you use the 12-hour clock, uh, then I can't tell you, because it only goes up to 12. Uh, sometime after midday is all I know. Uh, we're off the clock until midnight, if you're only using the 12-hour clock. Uh, well, no, so let's stick to a proper 24-hour uh, proper clock, one that stretches out to, uh, stretches out to fill the whole day fills just like water it stretches out to fill all the available space that's why we have a 24 hour clock and it's 24 minutes to 4 in the afternoon and another 24 minutes it'll be 16 o'clock and then another 24 minutes after that it'll be 16 24 and then in another 24 minutes after that it'll be uh christ only knows what i don't know i don't know it'll be sometime does it really uh, stop thinking ahead you're wishing your life away, planning ahead. Uh, live in the present. Uh, the present is now. Uh, right now. Oh, it's gone. You see, it's gone now. We're all going to be... We're all, you might as well be dead. As soon as you try to think about the present, it's gone. You know, can't experience anything at all. Uh, whoever set up this freaking universe to work like this is a cruel bastard they say oh live in the present and then you say oh great i'll live in the present let's have a look at the present now i'll put on my glasses and i'll have a look out the window and then you see straight away the present is gone and you're looking at you're looking at light that's come from light years away and is all dead by now wherever uh, wherever that light came from is now a barren wasteland with, uh, not, with not a, a patch of light on it uh 
if I understand time and light years correctly, uh, that's what they used to tell me in school anyway. They'd say, if you're looking at a star, uh, the light that's coming from that star left the star uh, years and years ago. Well, that star could be burnt out by now. It could be burnt to a crisp and any planets that are around it will have uh, exploded. Any civilizations that were living there will be long gone, dead and buried and then unburied when the planet explodes and flung out into space. Uh, could be on to their second Big Bang by now. You never know. Although the Big Bang would have to be in a... No, the Big Bang is for a whole universe. You wouldn't have a Big Bang in a region of space around the star. Or maybe you would. I don't know. Let's not be arrogant enough to think we know everything. Uh, unless we do. It's not arrogant if you do know everything. Uh, but you don't even know whether or not you know everything. So the thing... Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean anyway. You know what I mean. We're basically just filling time uh, with this crap. Let's do something more substantial. Uh, what will we do? Uh, will we do a song? We won't. Uh, will we read this box? This box. Uh, ginseng. I'm trying this new thing. Ginseng. Nature's Energizer. Uh, it's basically the stuff that's in uh, Monster Energy Drink. Uh, Monster Energy Drink. It has ginseng and other stuff in it. Well, this is a this is ginseng in tablet form. So you don't have to drink anything at all except the stuff that you use to swallow it. I swallow it with a, a different energy drink because the swallow it with monster energy drink would just be weird i'll be like oh that'll be like uh eating a eating a ham sandwich and using a pint of pig's blood to wash it down oh no that'll be just weird if you want to have the blood and the meat uh just leave a hole intact never take the blood out at all of course if you do that people think you're a savage they say look at that fella that uh, ham isn't even cooked he's just bitten it off the back of a, a live pig and he's eating it although if you give him a ham sandwich and a separate glass with the blood in it and it's being properly pasteurized and you use that to wash your ham sandwich down and nobody bats an eyelid fucking ridiculous this world and uh, no wonder radiohead went off and wrote stuff like this uh let's see you do it to yourself you do you do it to yourself you do you and no one else you do it to yourself you do, you and no one else, you do it to yourself. You do it to yourself. I think that's from the other album, the one with the fellow with the bald head on it. What's that called? I uh, you know the other one. Uh, you know the one, the one, the bends. Uh, from the title, named after the title track, Baby's Got the Bends. Don't have any real friends. Just sitting on the something, talking to my girlfriend, something, 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 wishing I could be happy. I wish I could be something, I wish I could be happy. I wish, I wish, I wish that something would happen. And something did indeed happen. A guitar solo happened, and there was a magnificent. I used to listen to that uh, when I was a uh, when I was a teenager. I don't anymore. I don't need. To. I can make my own music here. If I want to hear Radiohead, I can reproduce it. I uh, probably have the CD there somewhere. It was at the bottom of a wardrobe. I'm not going digging out my CDs uh, when I have a perfectly, uh, perfectly capable voice and vocal cords and a and a harmonica. I can reproduce. Now, I know it doesn't sound quite right, but it sounds right in my head. I have the original music uh, playing in my head. Uh, it just doesn't sound right to you, but that's normal. If you're listening to someone, if you're in a train and you were listening to someone, listening to the, if there's someone beside 
idea was listening to that radio head album on their earphones. It would sound perfectly fine to them, uh, but you just hear and it's the exact same when I replay that song in my head. Uh, all you can hear from the outside is my version on the harmonica, and it doesn't quite sound right. It's perfectly fine, don't worry about it. Uh, anyway, good morning. Good morning.